All right, news roundup information overload hour. I t- touched on it briefly earlier. Supreme Court uh, has now is now forcing the Biden administration to re- resume the remain in Mexico policy. This is pretty interesting. They lost the legal battle and the Biden administration tentatively plans a mid-November restart of the Trump era policy. You know, th- this is amazing to me. You have a president of the United States takes an oath to uphold the laws of this land, our Constitution, all our laws rooted in that document. That is our foundation. And he not only doesn't enforce the law, he aids and abets the law breaking. And that seems perfectly okay with every liberal on television, every idiot in Washington in the in the swamp, just like it's illegal to be a sanctuary city or state. What are the consequences? And then ask yourself this question. What happens to you, you know, now when Janet Yellen and Biden are going to be scouring over every banking transaction you do and and spending, you know, 87 or 90 or 100 billion dollars on new IRS agents? By the way, all that means that's not going to change my life because you're just, you're just going to live my life. You're, you're going to start getting the Hannity treatment. What do you think the odds are, Linda, that my my file gets pulled every single solitary year? I think it gets pulled every single day, a year. I, probably, I don't know what you're talking about. So, so, so I have a, you know. We, it's a daily about, routine. You know, we wake Biden up around like noon. You know, we give him some cocoa and then we bring in the Hannity file. We'll see what he's doing today. Yeah, exactly. And what is, what is exactly he doing? what usually, happens? Usually next to nothing, right? <laughs> I mean, seriously, man. I just, I think they look at it every day. I'm not kidding. So anyway, you know, you talk about. What's that? Uh, two uh, authentications. What do you call that? Dual authentication, right? For two-factor two, authentication. Two-factor authentication. Okay. So I do two-factor accounting on my taxes. And by the way, I am serious to everybody. If you, they will put you in jail if you don't pay your taxes. They really will. If you're, especially if you're a conservative and you're outspoken. I would, yeah, I think. What, what is there. my mantra when it comes to taxes? You know, you know, because you've known me all these years. What do I always say? Overpay, 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 pay, 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 just pay it. Well, you could probably get away with this to pay it. Pay. I don't even waste my time because it's not worth it. You know, I, it's it's. But now the rest of the country is going to get a, a little sneak into the world if you're an outspoken conservative. It's unbelievable. Well, I think I think what you pointed out yesterday and we were talking about it, you know, with we're looking at, you know, six hundred dollars plus if you do anything. They're looking at your Venmo, your Zelle, your Chase Money Pay. Yeah, you want you know, to know how much is... I'm giving my daughter for clothes or how much I'm giving my son for Uber Eats? Because that's all he seems to care about. You know, although I don't give him any money anymore. He's on his own, <laughs> makes his own money. But he's doing um, good and he's understanding the value of a dollar now. No, he he complained bitterly when I when I said no more. You know, you you're making your own money. He goes, but dad, you said I can have unlimited Uber, and you there's no limit on how much food I can eat. I said that's right because he's very fit. I mean, he eats he eats all the crap you eat, all that awful food. First Um, of all, you eat it now too. So welcome to the club, my friend. I'm eating vegetables. That's not quite you know the the green disgusting kale shakes and that orange puke that you have. Or that putrid green drink that you know looks like projectile vomit from The Exorcist, coming from the you guy who you... eats ma- who eats marrow and puts salt on it. That's a really rich statement. No, it's chicken broth, and it's only twenty calories. Some versions actually have fifteen calories, and you use two cups of water. Sometimes I'll do four cups of water, and I just drink it. It's awesome. 
all it's like 40 calories. What's the big deal? I think it's a great thing. I will tell you, Sean, if you remember five or six years ago when we were like all eating lunch together, I was eating the chicken noodle soup, the Campbell's old school, and Mm -hmm. we were eating that. That thing's only 120 calories a can. It's awesome. I eat that every day. uh, Honestly, and how many cans have I eaten over the course of the years, right? Oh, forget about it. We were ordering it by the caseload. It was coming in the studio. Everybody's like, what's going on? Like, this is During the beginning of COVID, it became impossible at one point to get Campbell's chicken noodle soup. And I tasked everybody on my staff to, to scour the web and find it. And you know who found Kristen found it. Well, Kristen's amazing. And she had cases delivered to my house. And by the way, most of them are gone by now. Wait, can we talk about something else you love that we had sent to your house? Do you remember when we got the black pearl chowder? Oh, man. Do you remember that? You know yeah. who found that was Elise. Elise found that. And then he called in. Right. All right. Well, it's my favorite clam chowder in the whole world. It's in Newport. Um, and it's on the wharf. And... I actually was there not that long ago, and did it feel the same to you, or did it feel different? No, the soup soup is still amazing. I mean, (laughs) it is the greatest soup ever made. The only bad thing is when you get the frozen version sent to you, you see how much butter is in it. I'm like, oh, I know. If I drank this every day, I'd be dead in a year. You'd be floating. Uh, uh, Yeah, you'd be on the wharf. I know. All right, let's get to our phones here. Uh, let's say hi to T-Bone, T-Bone, Florida. What's up, T-Bone? I love T-Bone steak. What's going on? Hey, Sean, I just want to thank you very much for what you're doing, uh, putting this platform out here and doing using your influence to... Uh, basically uh, thank you for us. giving me this microphone. Why do they call you T-Bone? Uh, well, that's a, that's a fairly long story. I can make it really short. You fly an airplane into a cow, the cow dies, and you tell your <laughs> friends, you get a call sign. So, oh, come on. Uh, yeah, you, you did not crash a plane into a cow, did you? I did in college, but I didn't tell the Marine Corps that when I when I joined. So I actually got <laughs> to retire after 25 years as That's a Marine great. fighter pilot. But You're a uh, fighter pilot? Yeah. Now you're a fighter pilot. By the I way, how the hell did you survive the, the plane crash? That sounds like you, you hit a cow. It's like if you hit a deer. I know people that have gotten severely injured hitting a deer for crying out loud. Well, by the grace of God, the four of us that were on that college airplane, um, we all walked away. The cow did not, but we certainly did. And I was road, roadkill steaks. Yeah, a real godly woman looked at us and said, uh, "said Young men, you should not be alive, and they're only here because God has something big for you to do." And we all went on to do great things. And I just retired after 25 years as Emory's waivers, and I'm passing that word to all the bases within the Panhandle here that right. uh, I have friends at. But my my answer to that is. They're not FDA approved, and my son should not have been forced to take that shot any more than the students that I've flown with, the instructors that I serve with, who have been told, you have to take the shot. And it's interesting, and I want to give you this data, because I know we don't have a lot of time, but I want you to know that an all-nav dropped yesterday, two days ago, the 13th, and in there, it uses the word lawful order. If it's not a lawful, if it's a lawful order, why do you have to say it's a lawful order? And it also says that commanders who do not take the shot in the next five days, which would be Monday. Can I ask you another released. personal question? Because I got the point. Yes. You, I got the point. You're going to be out. Um, Could did you have COVID? Don't you don't it. have to answer. Uh, no, I don't. I'm happy to answer. My wife and I both survived it last month and we have the antibodies. So that's that's my main reason. Oh, by the way, you can't, you're not even supposed to, as per the science, even think about the vaccine if you just had it uh, for three to six months, is my understanding. So you're absolutely right. And here's but you the got, thing. But you got to be encouraged by the New York court decision allowing religious exemptions uh, against the mandate. I'm encouraged by that. But here's the thing. My son also had COVID. 
And he was he was not outside that 90-day window when they said, no, you got to get your shot. And if you don't have it now, you won't be on the schedule and you won't fly that airplane. So he was put in a tough position. That's in, in every so he, single one he of them. He took the shot. Is that what he did? He did. Well, if you look at this all now, the CNO says that 99% of our military have already taken the shot. There's a, there's a few holdouts, and I'm, I'm fighting on behalf of them. By the way, there's because, more than a few. There's thousands of them, and this is oh, the problem. We have a bad economy, and now these mandates, and this is not really a discussion about get the shot, don't get the shot. My, my, I tell people, take it seriously. Do your research so you can ask informed decisions of your doctor and doctors, and, and you have to factor in your medical history and current medical condition okay so i got i keep telling people take i've know people that died so with yes, with all of that said i thought if people got the shot that they were protected that was the whole point of the shot now we do have breakthrough cases and that's why i thought it was very smart of ron DeSantis, based on what i have read i'm not recommending you get monoclonal antibodies i'm recommending you know about them to ask your doctor whether you have a breakthrough case or you you're you're not vaccinated. Anyway, you finish. I'll give you the last word here. Yeah, I appreciate that last word. And I'll just say this. I want to thank you for all the times that you've shared that over and over again. You're being incredibly responsible with that. My son had it, and he should not have had to take the shot. And he wanted to go down a religious exemption path, as do so many. And what I spoke about in Pensacola was about how all these folks are going to their chaplains. And the chaplains are either being told not to accept it or the chaplains are said, hey, do your job and go ahead and make your recommendation. But when it gets to the command, the higher leadership is driving the train to say, reject them. Or if they don't reject them, it's an automatic paperwork drill for an admin separation. So when you realize that going to the chaplain is just a fruitless stop on the road to know, you don't go to the chaplain, which means our chaplains don't get to do their job and we don't have that service. It becomes a administrative or political arm of the command. And my, my, I guess my parting shot, Sean, would be this. If your listeners could do what I asked 3,000 Pensacolans to do, to reach out to the DOD and say, uh, reach out to their congressmen to pressure the DOD to let our military do their job and not have to get forced with unvaccinated, I'm sorry, un-FDA approved immunizations. I think it is FDA approved at this point, isn't it? Negative. There's not one FDA approved one in the United States. The one that is, is not in the U.S. And so we're being forced to take a non-FDA approved vaccination that's true of the gs and the i'm i'm pretty sure that the, all three vaccines they, remember they got emergency use authorization to start with and then yes. they've got final fda approval it was only you know maybe a month or so ago but you know whatever uh i don't want to get what off on on a tangent done. here you know it's it's sad to me that the government feels that they've got to force people and then you got the scolders out there you you need to for the greater good to hell with your freedom blah 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 i'm like whatever happened to medical privacy whatever happened to my body my choice you know i'm not willing to give up freedom i am i am begging everyone in this audience this is this is dangerous we lost 715,000 of our fellow citizens especially if you are older compromised immune systems underlying conditions comorbidities Anyway, uh, I hope your situation works out. Please update us. Please tell your entire Marine family, Semper Fi for me. And, and uh, we, we can't thank our military enough. I mean, they're risking their lives when we send them to Fallujah and we send them to Iraq and Baghdad and send them to Afghanistan. 
Um, if they want to make that choice and they're willing to take the test every day, at least that is an option so they can keep their pension. I don't want them losing their pension. Hannity, you... Anyway, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Best to you and your family. Quick break. Right back. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Everybody, for some reason, thinks that everybody on radio, talk radio, and on TV hates each other. Um, except for these idiots on, like, fake news, CNN, and MSDNC, and the, and the three broadcast networks, and most print writers, except for the New York Post and a couple in the Wall Street Journal. Um, I just don't have respect for them because they're phonies, and they lie, and they say they're journalists, and they're really talk show hosts just like me. But they're just less honest about it. Um, but for the, I, I am lucky to work in a business where... I'm friends with everybody, and I've also become close with Joe Paggs. Every time Joe Paggs is successful, I'm happy to hear it. And all these guys, as I always say, all of us, we, we need to be all hands on deck. We're all a spoke in the wheel. And if we want to save this country, we need all of us. Listen, Glenn Beck is, is helping to rescue Americans trapped behind enemy lines. I called him. I said, thank you. I said, I, it's awesome. Whatever, you know, I don't know who his team is. You know, but he's he's been out there on the front lines trying to rescue Americans and our allies and their families and green card holders and Afghan allies. I'm like, all right, well, Joe abandoned them. Thanks for thanks for trying. And they're getting stymied by Joe's State Department. Well, you can't land your charter in America. And if you get a third party country to take the charter and let it land, that's fine. But if they need our authorization, it won't be forthcoming. I'm like, there's something so sick about that mindset that I find so disgustingly repulsive. I can't even, words cannot describe how I feel. Anyway, on to another issue. So my buddy Joe Pags, he's been, you know, every once in a while we've been tasking him to do one of these parody songs. And this one just came in the mail last night. And I'm literally, tears are coming to my eyes and I'm, I'm crying um, and it's, it's to the song, we will rock you, uh, let's go Brandon. Uh, and we'll talk to Joe on the other side. Listen. Biden, you're a man child gone wild. So vile trying to make us move to the progressive left. You got smirk on your face, you big disgrace. Kicking our freedoms all over the place Singing, let's go, let's go, Brandon Let's go, let's go, Brandon Biden, you're a slow man, old man, old man Standing out in front of his pull your strings You've got blood on your hands, Afghanistan For your BS policies, we will not stand Let's go, let's go, Brandon. Sing it out. Let's go, let's go, Brandon. Biden, you're a sick man, can't plan, hot damn, going down a road we can't understand. We won't let this pass, you got no class, why don't you pucker up and kiss my ass. Let's go, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, let's go, Brandon. Everybody, let's go, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, let's go, Brandon.
It's just awesome. Anyway, Joe Pags, our buddy, the host of the Joe Pags Show. Uh, how, when did you know you had some singing talent? I'm trying to figure this part of your life out. <laughs> because I did all these years I've known you, I didn't know you did these. The, you my, know. my mother actually saw Elvis in concert at Madison Square Garden in 1972. And oh. I wore that record out, Sean. I wore it out singing the really? Elvis song. So I always wanted to be Elvis or Johnny Cash or somebody, but who... Who knew I would do these dumb songs for a living later on? No, the funny part is, if you ask me, I probably can give you a, like 85 to 90 percent of, uh, what is it called, Bohemian Rhapsody, that song. Um, right. Uh, uh, did you see them? But these songs, these ideas just come to you. Isn't it an amazing thing, this Let's Go Brandon moment? For people that may not know, let me, let me bring you back. Uh, there was an interview with an NBC reporter. Brandon was Brandon Brown, right? Brandon right, Brown right. wins the race, and the reporter says, "Oh, they're even cheering for you." They weren't cheering for Brandon. <laughs> they were saying, "F Joe Biden." Listen. Right. Oh my God! It's such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me you can hear the chants from the the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were gonna kind of hang back those two stages and just watch and learn what did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps oh my god it was uh learning how line didn't uh stay to one now the reporter on, really thought that they were chanting let's go brandon <laughs> but they're obviously chanting f joe biden so now well, well, Sean, let's go brandon has gone viral it's hilarious there, 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 there are schools of two schools of thought on this number one she knew what they were saying and she paused to let us all hear it. Or she truly thought they were saying, let's go, Brandon. I got to be honest. Sean, I don't know if you know. I don't know her name. I have no idea who the reporter is. But I, I know that I, she's listen, done viral I'm gonna, for the worst I'm going to defend reason. her in this sense. Now, okay, because okay, what a lot of people don't know about TV is we have an earpiece in our ear. You, you're right. not supposed to see it, right? It goes around the outside of your ear, a cord goes down the back of my jacket, and right. actually inside my jacket, on top of my shirt, I put my jacket on over it. And so it does distort your ability to hear because you're hearing right. your own voice simultaneously. So you're not ex your ear, your your ear or listening capacity is lowered significantly. Agreed. Right. So I, I don't I think she probably did think it was. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> And, I, and I'm not, by the way, I don't think she didn't do anything wrong. She sounds like a nice lady. It just, it's hilarious that it went so viral. Well, when, when that happened, and when I saw Let's Go Brandon, you know, trending for days and days and days, you know, I do these dumb songs, and thank you for playing them. Uh, I had to figure out something, and I didn't know what would work. And this just jumped out at me. And I went, well, I mean, this is kind of simple, but it, I, I think it might, might make sense. And the fact that we can say Let's Go Brandon so loudly and proudly and, and, and yell it from the the highest mountain, and not get in trouble because we know it's a euphemism. We know what we're really saying, but um, but but we get away with it. It just it just hit me just right. I'm glad you like it. Well, the best part is is like I mean these are heavy heavy times. Right. I am I am as concerned about the future of this country. Not, not we've been we're now getting older. I, God has given me an, an undeserved life. I did, I have not deserved all the blessings I've gotten in my life. And I really believe that. And I'm more worried about my kids. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever see grandkids, but if I ever see grandkids, I'm worried about your kids. I mean, yep. it's 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 that bad. I never thought we'd abandon Americans in Afghanistan. I never thought what happened at the border in the middle of a pandemic, preferential treatment 
for illegal immigrants, you know, that, that no COVID tests, because uh, right. they're not going to be here very long, and no vaccine mandate for them, only for American citizens. Um, I can't believe what Joe Biden gave up energy independence. I can't believe he's begging OPEC to produce more oil. I can't believe he gave a waiver to Vladimir Putin. I can't believe he won't stand up to China talking about reunification with Taiwan and and flying their military jets all over Taiwan airspace. I'm I'm really worried. This is not going well at all. Well, I want to say a couple of things, if you don't mind, that the audience already knows. Number one, you worked your ass off to get what you have. Yes, you're blessed. I'm blessed. But you weren't lucky. You didn't fall off the truck and somebody handed you what you have. You worked for it. Another thing, if you don't mind, you know, success isn't a zero-sum game. I'm not more or less successful because you or Mark or anybody else or Glenn is more or less successful. What you said in the beginning was absolutely spot on. There is plenty of room for everybody who wants to do what we do. If you're good enough at it, if you work hard at it, you can succeed at it. And all the things that you just said were absolutely spot on correct about this administration. In nine months, they've ruined things. I've got two grandkids. I'm worried, you know, beyond worry about what their future looks like. So, Sean, when I can let my hair down a little bit and do a stupid song for a minute and a half and make people smile, maybe for a second, that makes me feel good. But it doesn't change what we're all facing. We're all facing an amazing challenge. Well, I mean, it's, but- it's, it's a final half hour on a Friday. And I'll have to get back to being a little serious tonight. We got a great TV show, but you know, it just it just was a nice relief, and I just started laughing. I mean, I'm I, glad you like it. Um, I am hopeful, though. I think the American people see what's happening. I hope they wake up. I hope we have integrity in our election system. We can lock it up. There's no reason to have, uh, you know, not following laws like partisan observers observing. We got to make those changes, right? Um. But I think at the end of the day, if we all stick together, we can get this country back on track. We've been through a civil war. We've been through two uh, world wars. We've been through a depression. We've been through 9-11. This country has faced a lot of difficult times. And right now, I'm worried about, you know, middle class Americans, people that don't make as much money as we make. Um, yeah. Filling up their gas tanks, heating and cooling their homes, paying more for every single product they buy because of the self-inflicted economic disaster. You know, I do worry about my fellow Americans and I'm, only because I was there. I, I was the guy that struggled to pay rent. And it's not a great well, feeling, man. And Sean, they're being lied to. They're being lied to every day from the left media, big tech and from the Biden administration. That's why, thank God, you're out there on this huge platform telling people the truth. They need the truth from you. They need it from me. They need some smiles, some laughs, and they need some entertainment. But they need real fact. Otherwise, the other side wins because those middle-class people that don't have gasoline or it's costing them that much money or the shelves are getting bare, they're being told by Biden, don't worry, we got it. We're, we're all set. And you and I are going to tell them the truth, and that's, it's so necessary. You know, it's, I don't know why this is. And tell me if you experience this, too, because I, I don't know if at any point in your life you— I mean, I really, I had 200 bucks in the bank. I was, I was done. I had no money. I really struggled to pay my rent. Right. And there, there was, was no was going poor. out to eat. And this didn't happen just for six months of my life. This was, that, it was a number of years until I kept working harder and harder and putting as much money away as I possibly can and buying right. a $200 truck and a $350 Ford Maverick and fixing it up myself and all this <laughs> stuff. And, and to me, it was probably the, some of the best things I've had, but. There are a lot of Americans that are really going to suffer here. Maybe, but my mindset has never changed. For example, 
it pisses me off, Joe Pags, when I see that my filling my gas tank is like 30, 35 bucks more. It pisses me off because I do my own grocery shopping, right? I talk about it all the time. Well, people ask, what are you doing here? I'm like, buying food. What, what do you think I'm doing here? <laughs> but Oscar Mayer thick cut bacon is up like two or three bucks higher than it was right. at this point last year. Now, right. it's stupid because I can afford it. I don't have to even look at the price. Uh, but my mind never got out of the mindset that this can all go away in a second. Does that make any sense? No, it does. Well, when when I made the the decision to get into radio and broadcasting, I had nothing. I was poor. I was oh, didn't even couldn't even afford the O and the R at the end of the word. I had my car repossessed. We got evicted from a, from our apartment. It didn't look like it was going to work. So yeah, a, a, a small change at the gas pump meant everything to me. I was working two jobs, three jobs, four jobs, five jobs kicking around in a $600 vehicle like you were. that That's what we had to go through, and we could only find that success if we weren't being smacked in the face by an, eco, by, by an economy that was set up by somebody in Washington. At All the right, same well, how time. much did your People first radio gig pay you? $4.25 an hour. I drove 52 <laughs> miles each way. Than me. I, I, got, I got 19 grand, but I, end, but I had to end up doing the <laughs> morning show and the afternoon show and Saturday right. show, and run the board on Sunday for, NAS- uh, for NASCAR, Saturday or Sunday, right. whatever day it was. Right. No, I, I, I listen, and that's really the history of it. And, and we knew what we wanted to do. We knew what we thought we could do. But if you're like me, you also drove a truck, and you, I hosted karaoke shows, for God's sake. I did anything I could to, to survive and, and support my family. And then eventually, we, you know, we made it okay. But, but you're right. People who are facing what we faced 30 years ago, uh, economically, they can't take what Biden's doing to their economy. They can't take what, what Biden's doing to their bank account. This is nuts. People are going to be evicted. People are going to lose their places to live. People are going to have a hard time eating, Sean. And their answer is, ah, we'll open the port of L.A. for 24-7. What is that going to solve if there are no trucks to drive it anywhere? It doesn't make any sense. Scare, scary times. Yes, Joe Pags, you're always generous and, and share your creative talents with us. We appreciate it. We love you. Thank you, brother. Uh, Thank and you. to all our fellow hosts out there, uh, please keep doing what you're doing. We need every voice, every listener, all hands on deck. Every one of us is a single spoke in this big wheel, and that is to to preserve the greatest country God ever gave man, and not 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 give up this this wealth creation system. We've created more wealth than any other country in the history of mankind, and we've also used our power to advance the human condition and share it with the entire world, just like three vaccines, for example. All right, Joe Pags, thanks, my friend. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. All right, Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. Everything you need to know about this economic disaster, this energy disaster, border disaster, Afghanistan disaster, COVID disaster. Peter Navarro, Kaylee McEnany, Leo 2.0 Terrell, Clay Travis, Oh, where do you see the images of a woman badly beaten? Oh, by the Taliban, the business-like and professional Taliban. Uh, we'll check in with Congressman Waltz, Rick Grinnell, Mark Burnovich, Tom Homan, 9 Eastern. News I promise you won't get from the mob tonight on Hannity. Have a great weekend. We'll see you tonight at 9, back here on Monday.